Welcome back to the grinder folks, uh, back from vacation and, uh, got to see James's dolphin ass, um, back at it this week. So I wanted to, uh, you know, say what's up to James. How's your week been, man? It's been pretty good. None of us are taking, you know, our little fruit fruit vacations. Some of us are actually getting shit done while the others are having fun. So, uh, yeah, man, things are good. Things are really good. Um, you know, I, I am, and it's like the more people I go out and see, you know, I, I really am so sick and tired of talking about this pandemic shit, but the more people I see, they're telling me they're having like record months. I know that's not for everybody. I know that's probably somebody who doesn't, you know, own a restaurant or something, but, um, I mean, I was at a little, uh, uh like a beauty spa place picking up a gift and they were like, yeah, we, July's the best month we've ever had, ever had. And I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully this um, this issue is creating some real regrowth for people, making them really think about how they can do business differently. Honestly, I think it's back to, um, you know, it kind of reminds me of, I can't remember the proper term, but it's like immigration mentality. You know, they talk about how somebody immigrates into this country and how well they can do it, how like how well their kids do in school and how well they do in owning businesses. It's because they come from a mentality that like, this is something they, they don't deserve. They got to earn every fucking inch of it. And I think a lot of this shit is, uh, had people wake up to the fact that like, man, none of this stuff's guaranteed. I better bust my ass every day to make it happen. I better engage. I better constantly think about how I can do shit better. And <clears throat> maybe it's coming together and actually working for people. Yeah. You know, maybe they're putting some extra effort in and it's actually getting them somewhere. So exciting stuff. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's my rant this morning. It's not about me or my thoughts. It's about our special guest. That's right. I wouldn't even say special. I'd say a badass guest. Yeah. I like that better. That yeah. sounds more manly. There you go. All right. So, uh, today, we've had him on the podcast before. Josh Morton, uh, U.S. Navy veteran. He is a veteran of the United States Navy, served more than eight years as a Navy SEAL. Joshua became the first military working dog handler for Navy SEAL Team 4. If that's not badass, I don't know what is. And look, he, he's going to be humble. I can feel it. But what's going on, Joshua? Uh, what's up, guys? What's up? Man, just living life, doing the right. best thing out here, right? Right on. Well, um, that's good. Yeah, man. So how's uh how's everything been since the last time we spoke? Uh it's been busy. Yeah. Um, busier. Um I haven't really skipped a beat uh as far as um what I do here. I kinda I have a you know, I'm I'm in a market where it's a it's a necessity whether it's uh, dogs or whether it's training, um, whether it's individual shooter skills, you know, things like that. So um, I've been fortunate just to kind of stay, stay the course. So, yeah. 
and and I've been watching your uh, your Instagram post when you do post, right? And, yeah. Man, you've got some cool shit going on over there. Yeah, yeah. I, it sucks about Instagram because I can only post a minute. Like, really, what I've been posting um, on the Facebook page has been like fifteen minute uh, intervals because uh, I'm more. My post has been more on instruction, saying uh, for experienced handlers. Right. So I kind of I've been slacking on uh, the the Instagram aspect because it's kind of hard putting all that shit in, you know, in a minute, um, unless if it's something like on the active shooter side or, or the clones or, or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that it's, it's, it's badass just kind of like being able to see, you know, like a little glimpse, even if it is only a minute, you, you're able yeah. to, you're, you're able to get a, a concept of like what actually is going on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, the, the, the watching the dogs run through the house, going through that, like, man, that's, it's cool to see. Yeah, especially when they're that young. Um, referring to more of the clones, I mean, shit, those those dogs are uh, uh, little three month old uh, heathens that are uh, doing you know older dog stuff, and yeah. it's just it's it's really fun to uh, to work those those clones uh, for sure. And I mean, even um, you know the the last group that I have are clones of clones. So I don't know when we spoke. I didn't know uh, last time if I brought that up to you to where now I'm cloning clones of clones. So I believe in um, cellular memory. I believe uh, in that uh, aspect to the point I'm putting in a, um, a lot of work and effort trying to figure out how even more efficient can I be. Um, and that's just another taste when I'm doing uh, this year, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, Josh, can you go back and just just for people who haven't heard the prior podcast, can you just briefly explain when you're saying clones, what like in the dogs, what exactly you're talking about? So, at the end of the day, um, I um, was approached by Viagen um, to clone dogs in the United States. So consistently, so they were still kind of um, developing how efficient they can be. So. For myself being a company, I'm going to be needing the same dog or other dogs and consistently so that they can kind of proof their um, their system. And I can actually um, kind of think outside the box because I want um, I want to raise these dogs, but I can't do it out of litters, meaning a, a natural breed because you're only 25 percent success rate. Right. So for being a, a canine company to breed dogs, uh, 25% success rate is not good at all. So, uh, this is just a no brainer. So at the end of the day at four, uh, when Eudorus actual, so Eudorus is just a dog that I, um, that I, he wasn't a working dog, right? Um, he was just a dog that I've raised, um, when I was still in the Navy and it just turns out he's just exactly what my, um, what my genetic make and model is. Right. Yeah. So my style of training is the Eudorus. So, um, yeah, so they took his DNA at four years old and, um, from there, I don't, I don't want to get in the weeds of everything cause I really yeah. don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, even though I should, um, you could definitely go to Viagen, um, and, mm-hmm. and, and look that and how that process goes, but it's pretty fucking simple. They just ultimately, um, 
uh, they use donor eggs and they use surrogates. They uh, inject the embryo into the surrogate and then as many as they can. And then the surrogate female has as many dogs, just like a natural litter, just like a natural uh, way that they, they produce dogs. And then, um, and then I get them at eight weeks old. Got it. So, so, so success then, rate, you said success rate naturally is 25%. And when you yeah. say 25% success rate, that's the quality that dog has what you're looking for in it. I'm a natural breed. I'm natural breeding. Now so when, the cloning success rate is a whole different story. Right. So I'm getting uh, workability in all of them. Wow. Um, now what wow. I'm fine tuning is how my program, uh, the Morton method um, program, which I've now, uh, that's patent pending um, when it comes down to this whole process on how I develop uh, these clones. And uh, uh, now that has a lot to do with it because you can still fuck the dog up. Yeah. I mean, uh, as you know, the nature versus nurture. So now I'm fine tuning how, how to raise these dogs at eight weeks. Where do I keep them? One dog is kept in this kennel. One dog's kept in this area. One dog is, was farmed out to a, um, you know, friends and family, uh, people who knew they were doing with dogs. So that was in the beginning. I don't do that anymore. Um, the best place for these dogs to develop is my facility. Um, uh, because I just learned a lot doing this and it's the difference between me and then anybody else is the fact that I'm doing it with the same dog. If you do a natural breed, you got some genetics that goes on this side, less with another dog. So you don't get an actual assessment of what actually you should do. Um, meaning develop and race. Now I'm getting the exact same dog. So now I am just straight. No, it's turnkey. If I develop and raise this dog this way, I know the end state that this dog's going to go. If yeah. I raise and develop this dog through active shooter, I know how that's going to go when they grow up. If I raise this dog in, you know, as a pet, I know how that dog's going to be. You see where I'm getting at? So and yeah. I've, yeah. And what I've learned is that you can't raise these dog, uh, raise this style of dog as a pet for eight months and then ship the dog back to me and then I'm going to train. It doesn't work that way. Now, it may work like that with other dogs with different drives and different genetics, but this style of dog, it just doesn't work that way. So there's a lot of things to answer your question. That was kind of like a political question because it took fucking 20 minutes long to answer. (laughs) Uh, But at the end of the day, um, the success rate is uh, determined by the nature versus nurture. Right. And it is, I guess it's more so just building out that SOP around that type of dog. And yes. then just building it off of that. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and each time I get it, each time I get a litter, it is a little bit different because I do tweak things a little bit different because the lessons learned that I had before. Right. So, but right now I've kind of got it down. And then not only that, I just, the, the cellular memory, the, and what that means is, is the experiences that Eudorus actual had at four years old. I was seeing these puppies do things that they were just natural that, Eudorus did to the T and I'm not talking about something that was like natural. I'm saying the workability aspect. I mean, these puppies were doing things that um, like working seams of doors or um, one time I had a camera out and these were puppies, puppies. I'm talking like nine weeks old. The one of them pushed the camera off on the ground and the camera ironically went straight to the puppy 
you hear the puppy, sniff it, and then sit. What I'm trying to say is, is that that's an article search that dogs do. That's my definition of similar memory. So they are doing things that the other dog is doing through the experiences um, that they were cloned from. Now, right. knowing that, so one of my best Eudorises clones, um, Eudorus 4, um, went to its owner a year and a half, year and a half old, and went to its owner. He was my right-hand man dog. So I did some contracts with him um, out in California um, a couple years ago. And so I used him up to a year and a half. This dog is, well, was like I said, I raised him like I did Eudorus Actual, okay? And uh, to make a long story short, so he went to the client home and, and the dog had an unfortunate accident and died, okay? So he was two years old. And um, what I did was, I said, let's get his DNA, right? Mm -hmm. Let's clone him. Cause we were talking about uh, trying to make it even more efficient. I'm always just, I'm going to push and push and push and push until I can't even more. And then, and then I'll reset and then I'll make things flow out from there. So we were talking about it. I was talking about it with the owner. So um, we ended up getting E4, Eudorus's four DNA. And I did the first, I got the first batch of clones of clones, um i think it was at the end of last year so right now they're eight months old Shit. um and you want to talk about even more efficient and that's a lot of stuff i put um on 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 uh, the facebook videos like i was comparing now these dogs these clones they call i call them myrbidans by the way so i'll, I'll say the, the clones of clones are m1 and m2 okay and uh i've purposely did things that I didn't do with the other clones. Um, like I would just, uh, I second time in the training building, I just sent him in on, on a search and they annihilated it. And I compared it to meaning I did a side by side split screen to a year and a half old dog that has been training here for a week and then compared it to the, the M one and M two and it will fucking blow your mind. So that cellular memory is, I just, um, I think it's fucking legit. Um, these clones of clones are legit. And I, like I said, I'm on to something pretty good. Uh, but you know, one, once again, is it, is it my system? Is it the program? It's, it's, it is the system and it's the genetic type of canine that I have. It's one big, um, one big process. And will it work with other dogs? Sure. As efficient? No. Uh, will it work with other uh, dogs that are a year and a half old that, that I get? Yeah, it does. But it's not um, entirely efficient if they're not raised here. That's for sure. Right. So I, I have cloned other dogs, by the way. Right. Not just Eudorus. I've cloned other dogs that I've never raised that I received at a year and a half, I developed and I'm like, this is an amazing dog, right? Yeah. I clone that dog and that dog is on different genetics. He's doing things that different drives than the Eudorus did. So when I had these dogs and raised them, they didn't fit into my program. So I've done other dogs, clones, and put them in this process as puppies and it didn't work. Got it. So, and trust me, that was... That was a uh, a a uh, 
a financial because the dogs ain't cheap. Right. Um, it, it was a gamble, but uh, it is what it is. But that, that's that's part of being in business. I mean, that, that's that's part yeah. of being in business. You got to take those risks. Um, so, what uh, do you sell these dogs? I know that you sell them um, to like uh, PDs and, and and stuff like that. Do yeah. you also sell to public? Uh, I do. Okay. Um, now, the when the public is more of a premium. Um, dog, because at the end of the day, most people say that they, they want a home protection dog, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I want, I, I want one of them. Well, it's like, no, you don't, you probably don't. Right. Um, so to answer your question, honestly, I don't, especially the clones. I don't think there's not many people that can afford them. Right. Um, you, you see where I'm getting at? Because yeah. that, I, that's just, that's a premium product. Um, now I have, but I'm steering more away from that. Yes. Right. To answer your question to the public, unless if it's a serious, um, individuals, um, yeah, because I'm not desperate at the end of the day. If I was, if I was breeding dogs and I had dogs that didn't have high drive, I didn't, you know, I had different style of dogs. Um, then I would, it's just not my market. My market is you want a stable premium canine that will do everything that you ever could want with it turnkey canine you know um or yeah but if it's not a, if it's not a premium canine i'm telling you you're gonna have to uh keep emailing me keep calling me keep calling me to the point that proved to me that you really want one of these dogs because it's a lot of work right yeah no. so i'm assuming it's probably to the level when it's private like that it's probably somebody who's at the level where they probably have someone who's providing additional security or some to some, uh, they're probably able to handle. Yeah. Or let's go to more of people who deals with animals like horse people, yeah. bell racers who do a lot of traveling, who uh, husband or excuse me, uh, wives and daughters are by themselves with a lot uh, of products uh, uh, that's mm. worth a lot of money. Right. Yeah. right? Things yeah. like that to where there's a lot of value in the sense of having a stable dog, like, a dog that can be around animals or a dog that is not going to attack everybody that he sees. You see where I'm getting at? So yeah. to answer your question, yes, on the first one. And also to the industry, uh, the horse industry, where there's a lot of traveling, a lot of, yeah. a lot of females, uh, younger females, a lot of product moving around and a lot of staying out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so something I want to, do you have something to say? Yeah, I just was going to say, man, I find it absolutely fascinating. I never really thought about a uh, protection dog. And I was watching a video. I, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it might have been like Chris Costa talking about just having a uh, a protection dog. He's like, you know, everybody, you walk by and people think, ah, oh, it's a pretty dog or whatever. And it's it's more intense than if I had my 45 pointed in their face and they have no clue. You know, they have no clue the capabilities of this animal. Uh, it's just, it's really fascinating to me, you know, that, I mean, how they can be trained to that level and just uh, how capable it is. I mean, really it is. I mean, it's a great. Yeah. I, I always say the best ones are the ones that nobody knew. Yeah. yeah. The look of it, you can set, you can tell, man, that's a good looking dog or yeah. hey, uh, that's, uh, you know, um, a pretty dog. The dog is confident. But right. what I'm trying to say is those are the ones that people and that's a good thing. People would be like, man, that's a bite dog. Yeah, actually it is. And that dog yeah. will rape you in two seconds. <laughs> you know, uh, so those are yeah. the good ones. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so to, I'm sure there's some that would say, Oh my gosh, cloning, cloning dogs. Like, Oh my God. But you know, immediately what stands out to me is the amount working dogs exist, working dogs are needed mm-hmm. and being able to get that success rate compared to 25%. I mean, in places where they're just having to hustle litters to try to get a 25% success rate, yeah. I mean, you're well, cutting down on all the extra animals that are, that are going out there that don't have the same use. Right. Yeah. Well, it, here's, here's the kicker on that. Um, first off, everybody in, in this industry, you have to be passionate. You have to be mm. okay. No, but that being said, there's not a whole lot of people that are passionate about it. All they want is to make money. Right. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that, yeah, you're right. This cloning thing, it, to me, it's a lot of work. The problem is, is that people, companies are not going to adhere to it is because they don't want to raise dogs. You see where I'm getting at? They, they don't want it because there's, there's not enough money in it. Right. And, and there could be. Um, but the point is, is that vendors, all they do, they just want to buy a dog, train it for two weeks, three weeks and get rid of it. It's that turn and the more time that that dog is on site, the more you got to take care of it, the more you got to feed it, the more. So there's, there's all the space. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, is that it's a lot of work and you won't see a whole lot of vendors doing it. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's where the passion has got to come in. That's where, um, you know, I'm trying to make it efficient for a reason. Like I'm getting dogs ready and out the door at 10 months old. And typically they're a year and a half, two years old. So I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I can keep them longer, but at the end of the day, you guys see my point on that, right? Yeah. We're talking about, uh, it's just too much money, too much time. And most guys won't do that. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's important to, to, to pinpoint that you are, you have that passion for dogs. That is obvious. And that is upfront. And I think when, when you are in business um, and you have that mentality of the passion inside of what you're doing, addition to being able to make cash it, yeah. i mean there, there's hey, no winning hey i'm gonna put a caveat on that because yeah passion for dogs sure but you know what my main passion for is doing it right yep. i've had a dog and was trained not the right way for war i had a dog that was not the right dog for war you see where i'm getting at and, yep. I, and I made it work don't get me wrong and what I'm trying to say is, is that my, a lot of my passion for, I would rather do it for free um, to make sure that the perfect style of dog trained the right way and the training is done for the handler the right way to prepare them for real world. Yeah. There's no doubt. I, I would rather, like I said, not make any money to make sure that a team will be able to successfully deploy their dog efficiently, effectively. Uh, so yeah, dogs are passionate. Yes. But you know what? That's kind of my main, that's my main focus. So um, that's, that's awesome. what I drive. Every, everything is based off of real world, my real world experiences. Um, what didn't work, what worked. That's really. But that's the single fact that you were able to say, I want to caveat on that. And then what you just said was you would do it for free. Yeah. Just to make sure shit didn't go sideways. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. 
Yeah. Um, so, it, but you know, if you have that, if you have that mentality, everything will fall into place. You see where I'm getting at? I'm, yep. What I'm trying yep. to say is yep. the brand. It, yeah. you know, I have my own gear, my gear line, and I put that whole same concept into my gear. And if you, what I'm trying to say is, it, it, it runs down leash. It goes through me. It goes through my employees. It goes through the dogs. It goes through everything. And it just seems like everything works out. In the long run, if you're just fucking patient with it and and you do it right, if you do it right, it will fall into place. Do you see the smiles on these faces? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because this is the shit that we say. And we talk to a lot of people in a lot of different ways and a lot of different, um, a lot of different uh, industries. Mm -hmm. And it, it seems that the people who, know what the hell they're talking about or that you said some things there that, that just, well, it's universal, man. It, it, it applies across to everybody. I mean, it's kind of like <clears throat> what I keep thinking about is, is you take something, your product is probably the variables of your product to try to keep it consistent or I, I can't imagine are very difficult. Like me, I'm in a service industry. It's pretty straightforward. We can, we can, um, set guidelines and it's very, we can change something tomorrow, right? Today, right now. So I guess to everybody listening, how do you apply that? You have somebody who's working with his product is an animal that has constantly had different personalities and he's trying to create a consistent product, takes his training method as far as he can. They go, okay, how do I even enhance the product even more? Does so. Um, and then, like, how do you do that with your business? Like, especially if you're in a service industry, what, whatever it is, like, don't tell me you can't focus and look at how you can make your product more consistent so a client gets the same thing every time. You know, McDonald's doesn't make the best hamburgers. They make it the most consistent, right? You, you, you pull in, it's the same fucking thing every time. And that's why you stop there. Because no matter where you're at in the country, if you were hungry and you see a McDonald's, you may not want to eat the shit, but you go, I know exactly what I'm going to fucking get. Yeah. And that's why they win, right? So like, what are you doing to constantly try to make your product better? Also, how are you thinking out of the box to make your product better? Because there's probably other people in, in like businesses as Joshua here that go, well, I, I've exhausted all of my options. Well, did you think about cloning the fucking dog? (laughs) Like he did, you know what I'm saying? So make sure you're thinking outside of the box, how you can make it better. Yeah. Um, That's what I've taken away from this. Awesome. Yeah. And and that goes even far as the active shooter. Uh, you know, what is it that somebody, uh, I just do difficult things. That's it. I, I just try to, Attack, how am I going to approach this? Uh, things that are um, that people don't want to do or can't do or whatever, I go, all right, I'll do it. Um, and that's where ultimately the active shooter concept came in. Um, and it just turns out that that is just a how that fits into the program is pretty fucking cool. You know, so, um, yeah, it it's one of those things uh, – I don't, I don't even know where the fuck I was going to go with that. We're going to tap onto the active shooter part, but yeah, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to, you know, keep going with what we were doing there. My bad. Yeah. No, no man, good. you're good. You're good. So, 
the the second part of uh, what I wanted to touch base on, obviously, um, I wanted to talk about dogs. I wanted to talk about how your business was doing. And I want to go into that. But with the current climate of things, um, shit can pop off at, you know, necessarily any minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so James and I are doing a 50-mile ruck uh, this weekend in Washington, D.C., um, kind of like the heart of everything, right? Yeah. Um, so I want to I wanna touch base on situational awareness. I want to touch base on, you know, some of the shit that, that you, you look for, like when you go into a restaurant, um, like what, 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 what goes through your brain? What, what, what are those things that you put in place so that when Murphy happens, you're, you're prepared? Yeah. Oh man. And we, um, can, we can start off at, you know, when you go into a restaurant, what, what, what are the first things that, that pop into your head? I see how many people are looking around. Mm-hmm. How many people are being situational awareness, seeing other people. And, and it's not me looking directly at people. I, lo- I use a lot of the peripherals. So typically if I'm staring at somebody, I'm not even looking at them. Right. So uh, I just, I just look, I, I, I kind of like, I see something that's out of place and what, what, what's out of place. Well, it's just my experiences you know, that spiny sensor, that doesn't seem right. Such as, so something that is unnatural, right? Um, that's all. And what is something that's unnatural? Right. Um, fuck, I don't know. Throw me in an environment and I'll tell you what. To, so I can't, it, it, it's just, it's hard being specific. It's just one of those things where I'm just trying to find something that's out of place. Right. Without being obvious. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. create. like if you're going into... Uh, the grocery store, you know what that baseline normal human is, right? So I yeah. guess would it be seeing like saying, okay, we're walking down the aisle. This guy is not looking at stuff. He's, you know, being shady in the corner. I, I, I yeah, he's just walking. He's just looking around. It just, it, and it's one of those things where um, uh, that's the only thing, like I said, it's just behaviors that doesn't make any sense in the environment. Right. And, and I'm going to tell you, um, that's if, um, if that's if that the three even there, right. What I'm trying to say is maybe nobody's there. Now we're talking about a threat or something that happens, uh, you know, from them coming inside. Right. right. And, and once again, as you walk into a place, whether a restaurant or a grocery store, I always have a plan in my head where I'm at. If right. I get, if we get contacted right now, if something happens right now, where do I go? What do I do? As so this is as we're shopping. So okay. keep in mind that this has been instilled in my brain uh, over and over and over and over and over again for eight years. You guys know that, right? Like, yeah. this is yeah. something that I can do um, in seconds, yeah. right? So, and there's not, not a whole lot of people have that ability, don't get me wrong, but that's what I'm here to teach. Right. Law, you know, law enforcement, even civilians. And so, um, but the thing is, is that, so when you come, so there's two different sides of things, having a plan when something does happen outside in, where do I go? What do I do? Um, things like that. But having a plan across the board is, is, uh, I think it's very, very, very important. Right. When I walk in a, when I walk in a restaurant, I, I think of how thirsty I am. (laughs) (laughs) What's, what's the drink? (laughs) Hey, so, so with that, do you, do you find yourself though, is that, over this, over time that has just developed as muscle memory or, yes. I mean, it, it's so, hard. Been, I've been, yeah. you know, I did, 
five deployments, man. Yeah. You're looking at something that was everyday life for, yeah. for, for many, I mean, each deployment was eight months long, you know, yeah. uh, it, dude, that is a every day of, of just, uh, of watching your ass in war, walking in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, patrolling or, or driving or, um, it's just fucking, it's hard to let it go. Yeah. So, and it's hard to, to simmer it down in the beginning when I first got out, it wasn't easy, you know? And, um, that's why my facility is built the way that it is and everything. It just kind of helps with things. But my point is, I don't want to go on a tangent, but, mm-hmm. um, my point is, um, you, it's all muscle memory. It's all instinct now. And, uh, I get yelled at all the time for it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, but and that's where I try to be, I look like I'm not doing it. I try to do it in a relaxed state so you don't even know that I'm doing it. Right. Does that make sense? So I'm yes. not that mean mug and fucking, I am an asshole, but what I'm saying is that I'm not that asshole who's thinking everybody's a bad guy because not everybody's a bad guy. Right. <laughs> and I think that that's an issue. I, I think that um, that needs to be trained out of some people um, that, hey, not everybody's a threat. But when the threat does happen, then you can uh, do accordingly. But Well, I, I, I have found that I have to, which I think is easy to fall into, but <clears throat> and I, I think a lot of people, when a situation looks wrong, you're immediately, your thought is not to overreact. Like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Well, maybe it's not going to be fine. Maybe you need to get the fuck up and get out of there. You know, maybe you need to do that stuff. Like, I, a perfect example, my wife, my daughter, and I, we're at uh, Academy Sports. We're over in the shoe section, like getting my kids some socks and shoes. Well, this sketchy looking dude comes over, um, has like a 12 inch Bowie knife on his side, which is kind of weird where we're at. I mean, we're not, it's not in the middle of the country. And <clears throat> he had a holster from the gun section. He comes to the shoe section, sits down on the shoe thing, and like takes the holster out pulls out his 45 and is like trying it out. Well, I tell my wife and kid, I just like, this is weird, man. Like, what's he doing all the way over here? Why don't he do it over there? And so, I, you know, I, I tell my daughter, I'm like, come on. And I look at my wife. I'm like, let's go. And she's like, we, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I said, let's fucking go right now. Like I want to go. And, you know, normally it's like, I oh, will be courteous and nothing to worry about. Nothing came of it. But fuck that noise. That dude was weird looking, straight up, like playing with a 45 in the shoe section of a sporting goods store. I'm the fuck out of there. I don't know what he's doing. You know, so I just like, we're out. Let's go. I don't give a shit. I don't care if it pisses you off. I don't care about any of that. We're gone. And we walked out. We left. I think I think that's important to at least have that conversation of like, don't make excuses for other people. Like if someone's being a weird fuck, like, you know, you know, that feeling and you know, understanding like, okay, that person's being abnormally strange, right? Yeah. Um, and, and the main purpose of having this conversation is a just to have the conversation, because I think more people are so focused on what's going on on their phone that they're not understanding, like, you have eyes for a reason and you need to be looking around, right? Be looking around, you need to be understanding that, that if you're in a place and someone is being abnormal, don't make an excuse for that person, right? Don't say, oh, well, you know, they're just being them. Well, if them is being up, if, if them is 
you know, shooting up the place or, or whatever it may be. Well, and also you go, you, you also, it's like, at what point do you do something? Right. I, it's easier to stop things before they start. There's no doubt. But the, the problem is, is that, um, okay, there are weird fucking people. Like there's a dude with a fucking long knife down his fucking leg. You know what I mean? And you go, what the fuck? But you're going to get that. And where, where it turned weird for you were, was the place where he was and, and taking the gun out and shit like that. But at what point do you do something? Right. I, I just, is it like what you did? You left. Fuck it. Right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. That was good. But at what point do you do something? Yeah. At and that's where, because you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Yep. So the best thing, so what is it that, it, that so you walk in a re, or you're in a restaurant and, and a guy's fucking being weird and you think the spiny senses are all, at what point do you do something? Do you do something when he takes the gun out and actually shoots? Do you do something when he takes the gun out? Because then all of a sudden, before he does something, if you eliminate it, there's a problem. There's a problem. So we're just in a we're just in a fuck me stage in this world uh, that you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, no matter what. And um, and once again, this just kind of goes back to this: if you do things the right way, there's nothing anybody's gonna fucking there's nothing bad that's gonna happen. If you do by right, it would be all right. Yeah, I like but, that. Yeah, I just that's just kind of my that's just kind of my mentality. So kind of go back to what is it that when do you do something? Yeah, I I can't tell you. I can only tell you at the moment. Right. It's hard to people kind of want specific answers uh, to this kind of combat for this kind of situation, and uh, it's very difficult to answer. It's situational. Mm-hmm. It's situational. Yeah. And yeah. and and that's. You know, I, I, I've kind of put you in a situation where I was like, hey, you're walking into a restaurant, you're doing this, you're looking for things. Um, and yeah, that, that, I guess I was trying to pull specific, specific things. But I think more so, like, it's important to have these conversations because not everybody is even thinking about this. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that, I can tell. Yeah. I mean, when I, when, I, when I go out to places, I just, I, as we're going in through, and I just, in my mind, I'm saying these people have fucking no idea yep. whatsoever um i call them i call them and i and i'm i, I call them zombies now so yep. <laughs> i'm not saying if you're wearing a face mask you're a zombie it's not what i'm getting at right it's not what i'm saying but i'm gonna tell you that when i go to fucking walmart there are people most of them I have no idea about fucking anything, anything whatsoever. <laughs> and I, I just can't fucking believe it. I, and I'm just glad that I am where I am and I do what I do. And all I can do is just make everything around me better. Yep. And, <laughs> and, and that's all I can do. Cause I'm going to tell you, I just, I can't fucking believe it. It makes me happy that, other people fucking see things that, that, that happen like this. Cause a lot of these conversations don't happen. Um, I, I think so many people are just caught up in just in, in so many outside things to where they're like, 
okay, well, you know, COVID's everywhere. So I got I to gotta button up my mask and I've got to, I've got to do what I'm told. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, not, not just to specifically stick on, the, on that subject, but it's something that was brought up. I mean, there's just so many things where you, sometimes like I'll go into, and maybe it's anxiety, but I, it's, you go into a large group of people and I find myself where I'm like, I, I don't want to have a beer or I, I don't want to, I don't want to have any alcohol because I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. And, I, I, yeah, that's good and, and that may be anxiety, right? But it, it's one of those things that <laughs> I'm just like, how can you be so comfortable right now? Like with, with, yeah. with my fiance, she's like, she's so comfortable in every single situation that she's in. Um, and I'm like, do you not understand like the, the negative shit that can happen in a split second? And I guess that, that for me, it's just like, I'm always, I don't yeah. know. I and, I, and I, and there's nothing, and I call it a little bit of fear, you know, um, just uh, because I know what it's like, what war is like. And I'm going to tell you this shit that's going on is war. An active shooter is war in my mind. Yeah. It's war. Okay. Yeah. The, that is somebody shoots up a fucking, um, a place, no matter where it is, it's fucking war. Um, so what my point is, I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. I know what it tastes like. Um, and it's not good to the point where it scares the shit out of me. So this is my point when you're talking about, you call it anxiety. I just say this is a little bit more of the fear. And, and when, you're, when you're scared, I'm not telling you you're scared. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it kind of sparks you being sharp. Situation where it sparks some things. Um, uh, to where you're not, you know, you're just a little bit more fine tuned and you're not going to be fucking dumbed down. Um, and going back on that, uh, pandemic, you know, I, Hey, when it first st- happened here, um, and it was still coming up in January, February, I wasn't like, Oh, this is bullshit. I'm not wearing a mask. You know, I don't want to do this. And I, you know what I did? I let things unfold. Right. I listen. I yes. listen to certain people. Right. On, on who I listen to, um, which is the fucking president of the United States. That's who I listen to. I listen to every fucking uh, um, briefing that he had, everything, everything that that man said to do, I applied it. And then all of a sudden you saw a little turn in him. So what my point is, is that he knows everything when it comes down to uh, intel, if you will. He's the fucking yeah. president of the United States. I'm going to listen to him. That's who I go by. Uh, my point is, so now when we talk about the pandemic, I'm fucking over it. Yep. This yeah. is just the fact. Uh, I'm just uh, my, um, we need to fucking move on with our <laughs> lives. And quite frankly, it probably, um, unless they become an office, if that Democratic Party is going to become an office and then it will go away. If not, we're dealing with another four years of fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, and hopefully the, um, the president, when he gets reelected, he just fucking hammers down and, uh, we need to get, get shit squared away. So can I, can I go back really quick? I really appreciate what you said about being scared. You know, a lot of people look at that as such a negative thing. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, look, that's, that's built into you. I mean, it's, it's, you, you know, when people talk about their gut being scared, whatever, like, that is your body reacting to something just like when you get happy and you laugh, like it, it is just as important and you need to recognize in business in a personal environment where something's happening, 
your body's trying to tell you something. Maybe you should fucking listen to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should actually do it. Some of the, some of the best times that I've had in business was when I was running scared mm-hmm. when I didn't know if I was going to hit payroll or whatever. Like that is when I got it done. Like it's a powerful tool. Yeah. Use it when you can. I mean, if you got it, it, then, then fucking use it. Don't try to create it, but if it's there, use it, let it fuel you. So, yeah, I even apply it into the dogs, into the, you know, I mean, it's how I, how I develop these traits as puppies is pretty fucking cool. So, um, yeah, you're spot on when you, I, I mean, I didn't want to say anxiety though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but just yeah. more of, I'm just, that's how I look at it. That's probably what it is, but yeah. Anyway, no, yeah. And, and that, that's appreciated because I guess it, for me, it was, you know, I, I'm just trying to put a label on it, right? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, man. So is there anything specific that you want to go over? Anything um, Anything we haven't hit? Um, I mean, we kind of, we danced around everything, really. Yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> my only thing is, what is it? I would say we, um, what is it? that we should do moving forward. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the um, pandemic or the riots. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to know what your guys' thoughts on, on that would be. Okay. So personally, um, I have, as far as riots go, right. You see in certain cities where they're like, we're just going to let it burn out. I don't, I, I don't think that's correct. I, I don't think that's, that's a proper way to go about things. I think if you have, if you have anarchy and you have chaos happening in your city, it is your responsibility to hold that under control almost by any means that, that, that is necessary. Um, I think it's not, it's not a, a racism driven thing. I think that it is a people seeing opportunity and being able to achieve what they want. Right. And then you're seeing the sheep mind of, of saying, okay, well, this is happening. This is going on. This is our opportunity to jump in. Right. Um, and I, I think that needs to be canceled. Uh, however you, however you want to determine that. Um, COVID, this whole pandemic, I think sheep, uh, not sheep, but it herd, uh, herd immunity is what is needed. Um, that, that's the only way that you achieve antibodies. That's the only way that you achieve. I, I understand the, the, the consequences of that, but it's the same thing with the flu. It's the same thing with any illness that is, that is a mass illness needs to be herd immunity. That's the only way you beat this. Yeah. So my opinions. Right? Slowly happen, I mean, on that. Right. And, and, and what we're doing now is basically saying, okay, well, herd immunity is, is an effective thing, right? This is how most uh, Humanity has solved problems as far as illness and, 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 and sickness. 
But what we're saying is we're going to slow that process down. We're going to make everybody wear masks. We're going to make everybody do these things, which is precautionary, which is important if you're an old person or if you have a prior sickness. Yes, do these things to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about things to give a full, you know, this should happen. No, that's all. No, I mean, that's at the end of the day, you, I mean, you answered it. Yeah. You know, uh, you're saying the riots uh, uh, shouldn't happen, needs to be stopped and, and herd immunity. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, yeah. Did you guys hear that? Yep. Yeah. Okay, my bad. You're good. All right. Hold on so my, my thought is on that is that <clears throat> just like we were talking about products and, and consumer expectations, I think the same applies to community. I have certain expectations when I go out. I expect if I call the police department, someone to show up. Right. I expect if my house catches on fire and I call 911 for the fire department to show up. I expect that if a water main breaks, somebody's going to come out and repair it. I pay for these services, right? And so there is expectations in that. And I think people are very um, – uh, disillusion to the fact of, of how this thing works. People talk about, they don't need law and order and discipline. And that's bullshit. That's when people usually thrive their best. Do uh, I think we need more government? No. I mean, I think they need to stay our way, but uh, when it comes to how things are provided in the structure and as a community, follow the rules. You follow the rules, then go home and do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care because I don't want you to tell me what to do, right? So, I mean, I think that that goes back to it. I, I'm There's a product, and I expect a certain delivery of that product and how it should work. And the community is no different than that, and people need to get their their, their heads right on it. But the, the problem is they embolden people who do this shit. And uh, frankly, I think it takes away from – it takes the people it hurts the most is the people who are actually trying to have a voice about uh, what they see wrong with the community. And they're trying to do it in a diplomatic way, which they should. And um, it just totally, it just, it takes it away from that. Um, as far as like COVID and all the news problem that we have is that it's about getting it out first, not getting it right. I mean, the goddamn media these days, I mean, they don't even care about if something's right. They just all want to have their own narrative. It's their own point. It's not what the correct point is. It's just having their, their own opinion, just like me ranting right now. All I give a fuck about is my own opinion. And that's exactly what they do to everybody else. And it's bullshit. And it's not for the common good. And if people actually got focused on the fucking common good, instead of getting their ratings up and giving all this power to people who don't fucking matter in your life, then you'll be a lot happier. Lastly, I'll just tell you, quit paying attention to all that shit. All this stuff started, I've cut it all out. You know what I've done? I focused on my growth, my positive attitude, and how I can make a difference in my own environment. And guess what? I'm absolutely dominating because of that. Because I don't yeah. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what they're all doing. I hate this is all going on, but I'm not going to be a ploy to it. I'm not going to let it consume me. I'm going to focus on me, my family, my community, and do what's right in it. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> the, my whole thing on, on – I have a couple of things. When it comes down to the pandemic, 
I listen to the president of the United States, bottom line. That's ultimately, I want everything. When he, stop, when he talks, I listen. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Everything. Now, I may, I may not like a couple things or whatever, disagree with it, but it is what it is. That's where my source is from. Right. Fair enough. And that herd immunity, you're spot on, man. I, I'm 100% on that. Uh, uh, the zombie walkers. I, I just, I don't, under, once again, I'm going back to, I don't understand how, how people, I, I just, I, how they even live life. I'm just, I can't, I don't understand it. Yep. Now, as far as the fucking riots, uh, here's my take. And I, I'm, I'm, it's so far, some of those cities are so far gone. And it's not, when you get Democratic leaders in those cities to just let it happen, here's my take. Okay, then let it happen. Right. If they're that far into it, what I'm trying to tell you is I'm talking about the ones that are far into it, where it's bad. Let them fucking have it. And, you know, um, but another side of me, um, it does need to stop. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's a political play that he's not hammering it down and yeah. stopping it yeah. in that hopefully he does it when he gets reelected. Hopefully he just, it, he goes, all right, now we're done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he just, uh, but so you see where I'm getting at it. Yeah. He needs to stop. It's fucking ridiculous. But also, too, um, you just fucking let them have it. Yeah. Just let it. Okay. So here you go. Look what happens because it's only making other people see look at them like, you guys are fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. So uh, you see where I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I, when, does, when does the silent wake up? That's- like, when is it that you go, okay, like people like us, right? Do we go, all right, we're done. Yeah. We're not going to fucking – when does that happen? And that's, that's, yeah. that is the question. Cause it, it, there's that question holds too many answers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it happen when, you know, it's your own town? Does it, I, and I think that's kind of what I'm steering towards. Like, it's like, okay. And you know, we don't have a lot going on in Iowa. Um, I mean, we had a little bit, but nothing crazy. But the thing is, is that, uh, um, Uh, I just think it happens from the top down. Yeah. yeah. What I'm trying to say is the leaders that we have here, we're like, Hey, that, this shit ain't going to happen. So yeah. um, if you don't like what's happening, then you need to vote. Yeah. yeah. I, I, voting is, is, is your number one choice, right? That, mm-hmm. that is, that is what you get to do. Yeah. But make sure that it's, it's, it's an intelligent um, opinion. Yeah. Um, look, look, and if, if people don't believe number one, you need to be a, you need to be involved in your local community that has a much bigger impact on you than the presidential election election by far. You need to be involved in that. But if anybody doesn't think voting doesn't make a difference, seriously, look at Trump. I remember having this conversation when he was running and it was starting to get down. I was like, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, ah, well, he's looking good, but he'll, they'll never let him win. And a lot of people tried a lot of stuff to not land win for him or against him. He is an absolute 100% verification that the voting, that voting works mm-hmm. period because nobody wanted him in except for the people voting. And then he got in like, like him or not voted for him or against him. He proved that our electoral system works plain and simple. And it should give you confirmation. So anytime you see somebody that they don't want in, 
that the voting process works and you actually go into the booth and casting a vote makes a difference. And that is one of the coolest things that I found in 16 when he won. I was just like, man, that, I mean, it really proves the system works. Yeah. And, and simple. he also proved to everybody that he is for the people. Yeah. That fucking, he's the man. That's yeah. all I can say. Everything that, come, everything that that, our president, our current president does, everything that he does, it's I just it's amazing. He's he's done everything that he said he was going to do, and the way that he handles it, he has. I'm telling you, he has our mentality. Yeah, there's some things that are stupid. There's some things that he does that are stupid. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. who cares? We all do dumb shit <clears throat> for fuck's sake. But I fucking love him anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, I, like I like this conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and I want to I want to kind of make a point. Um, you know, there's there's certain things that, that are happening in, in certain cities, and, and um, you know, here in, in Georgia, I mean, we're we're pretty much we're pretty much squared away. I mean, there there is some shit popping off in certain places, but um, if you look at California, and actually look at California, the simple fact, and th- this should be this should be at the top of your you know, if you're looking at things, um, Joe Rogan, right? We all know Joe Rogan has moved to Texas, has moved to Texas. Joe Rogan being the, probably the most middle ground person that I've ever listened to and, and, and just actually followed where he brings on people like Bernie Sanders, right? Just to have the conversation with him. Not many people would do that if, if you, you get what I'm saying. Do you, are we following? Yeah. So the simple fact that he was like, it is so bad in California. I'm fucking out and moved to Texas. That, that has got to be, and there, there's a lot of people and there's a lot of major people who, if you look at them and, and you say, okay, well, they were, they were hundred percent behind California until this shit happened. You were seeing the effect of uh, decent. No, I wouldn't even say decent, decentralized command. I, I would say, you're seeing the fact that Trump is letting people decide who they want to be around and who is running their cities and running their states. You're seeing it happen. Yeah. You're seeing it happen. And it's probably the smartest move because now people are like, my leaders are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that guy's a fucking genius. (laughs) I'm, I, I'm, I'm saying Trump, he's a yeah. fucking genius. Yeah. And I like, I just, everything that he does, uh, guy's fucking legit. So well, I'm, I, think I, you can, I think you can go back. So to the point, Georgia, we're in the South right now. One of the major things we have going on is a lot of communities have memorial. I mean, have Confederate statues in their squares. So it's probably making national news. I don't know. But, I mean, there's a lot going on with a lot of these cities taking down their Confederate memorials. End of the day, I'm going to be honest. I I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I don't care if they take it down or don't. But what the only thing that stuck out to me that absolutely pissed me off is the city I'm in. uh, They came together and voted to take it down. All right. So they approved it three to two to take down the Confederate statue on the square. The only thing that absolutely enraged me is that was a Thursday night. They voted Friday night. They had a crew out here to take it down. 
-hmm. And it's like, when there's other important issues, things that are actually truly like making a difference in somebody's life, why can we not get that speed of action? Yeah. Got that speed of action one fucking day. Yeah. Fuck, they even pre-planned for it because there's no way they got the company hired that quick. So they had already pre-planned for it. Next time something's broken this downtown and all our fucking tax dollars go into it, everybody needs to pay attention and see how long it takes them to make a decision on something hey, and, you know and to execute on it. Yeah. You're just, and is it, is it more of a government thing or is it more of a leadership thing? So I'm going to tell you, I just went through this fucking thing with the VA that is the exact same thing that happened. I've been trying to get shit done on my neck and on my back for the longest fucking time. I'm telling you what's the longest fucking time ever since I fucking got out. Hey, I have an issue. There's a fucking problem. There's a problem. Here, take these. Yada, yada. I'm going to make a long story short. No shit to the point of last week. This is how far this has gone. Last week, um, I, uh, like, I, I'm to the point where I was fucking nauseated. Like, my body was just shutting down because of all the fucking pain. Um, anyway, to make a long story short. So the VA goes, well, or they've taken x-rays, by the way. And the doctor goes, well, I, don't, I haven't got them yet, so pretty much fuck off. Yeah. So complete fucking a shit show, right? And then they go, well, unless you piss blood uh, um, due to COVID, you know, you get, it's like, keep in mind, I'm in fucking pain. And uh, anyway, so then I was like, fuck it. I went to a place up here in town, a chiropractor who had an x-ray machine. The motherfucker x-rayed me right there, showed it to me instantaneously and said, this is what needs to happen and fucking fix me work got to work in a hundred bucks best fucking hundred bucks but the debacle for the last since i've been gone out with the fucking va uh it's just a fucking shit show yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and uh i understand they deal with shit ton of people i understand that hey i i get it but i'm gonna tell you there's been a lot of fucking bullshit shit that's happened um and, and uh, I just went on another tangent. It's the same thing that you just did. All of a sudden, that shit can't happen right away. Shit right. can do it. Mm-hmm. it. It can happen. But once again, you got to look at your fucking head shed. Yeah. You got to look at the head shed. <laughs> Guys, we've been going an hour here. This, was, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, Joshua, tell, tell people how they can find you. Uh, uh, Facebook is what I do, uh, Canine Tactical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's where I have all my updated videos, all my latest things that are happening. I'm, I'm putting out a new product in my gear, um, <coughs> excuse me, here pretty soon. Um, and uh, that Canine Tactical. And then, of course, I have a website, www.caninetactical.com. But it's, it's mm-hmm. the canine is spelled out C-A-N-I-N-E. I'm on Instagram. Um, I don't update that as much but um other than that that's where i'm at right yeah you guys want to see some cool videos definitely check out social media um see how it's how it's getting done man show some of that room clearing and stuff like that that shit's awesome i love it love it yeah especially the uh i'll be doing uh, a thing on the active shooter um with the clones of clones the mervidens um there's going to be a documentary that's coming out here in the next month or so uh, that's going to be pretty cool. It's not just about canine tactical, but it's about the active shooter stuff and solutions. And, uh, right now I'm in a kind of, um, 
growing point of the clones to where I'm waiting a couple months before I get, go back with training with them. They're just kind of at a, at a stage in their life where I do it with all of them that I just get them, get them to be relaxed. You know, we work obedience and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so can't tactical. Sweet. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put all your stuff below and everybody, if, if you're interested and, and you want to check them out, uh, all those links will be posted below and you'll be able to take a look. Um, yeah. Bro, this was, this was a good time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we, tapped, we, tapped, we tapped in a lot of shit, but um, yeah, hopefully it turns out good. Everything was, was solid. I think it was all good information. You get to see that in every single industry, there's certain people that we get to talk to and there's a reason why we talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you pick up on shit. Right. If you talk to enough people, you pick up on shit. And, 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 and this was a good, this is a good conversation. It was a good learning um, piece. And if you guys have any questions for Josh, let us know. Yeah. Yep. Grind her out. Grind her out. <laughs>